Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. Man, it has been an adventure tonight, hasn't Jeremiah? <laughs> You're welcome, everybody, and I'm sorry. <laughs> this is John Kelly with Jeremiah Stringer, the king of Kentucky backpacking, who officially was coronated with that title oh, by the yes. emperor of Kentucky backpacking, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, you were given that that honor by the one and the only backpacking with Jason, Mister Backpacking with Jason, sir. He, I actually. Uh, just got back we are we're recording this on a monday night live streaming right now but for those listening last week i took a trip to uh new hampshire and i met up with it's good in the woods and mr backpacking with jason sir and brought out the snowshoes and micro spikes and tore up the land and jason said on this trip look man embrace that king of kentucky backpacking because i am the emperor that's right. He is the emperor of Kentucky backpacking. He loved it when I called him that. Oh, I guarantee he's embracing that, man. He's like emperor. That's way better than king. Take it. Oh, man. Girl plus dog adventures. Can I make an official Jeremiah Stringer hikes crown? Do it. That'll be his first piece of gear. We'll finally have some Jeremiah merch if we do that. Hey, now, uh, I am. I'm waiting on our meeting. And in our meeting, I am going to uh, set up this merch with you the next meeting we have. Yep. Yep, you are. It's going to come, and we're going to be excited about it. It's going to be awesome. And we'll announce so, it here. So, so Jeremiah. Yes, sir. Can I, can I show you something? Absolutely. I, you've already seen this, so it's actually not a surprise for you. But um, I want to show you a piece of gear I got. All Brand right. new. Okay, I'm going to show you the bag it came in first. Uh, let's see what he's got here. Do you uh, recognize this company? Underground Quilts. UGQ, UGQ Outdoor. Uh-huh. So I'm taking my little girl on a backpacking trip. It'll be her first trip this summer. We're going to do a little overnight out the Red River Gorge. And I had to get her something. She has this, like, unicorn sleeping bag that weighs, like, eight tons. And there's no way I'm going to have her carry that in a backpack. Um, Because when we go, I'll be carrying the tent. I'll be carrying probably both of our sleeping pads. I'll probably be carrying the food. Most everything's going to be in my backpack, not hers, right? Uh So I did want to get her something that she can. Show the quilt. Okay. (laughs) You got it, Riff. It's coming. Let's see the quilt. Check What's this it? bad boy out, dude. Hot pink. Tell me if any five-year-old girl is not going to be the happy. Look at this in the inside. Purple. Oh, look at that. Come on, dude. Here's the best part about it, man. They actually make little kid quilts at UGQ. Uh-huh. You got to see this. Shout out That's UGQ. Look at that. Oh, it's like three or four feet long. It's just, It's awesome, man. And it was great when I showed it to her. Uh-huh. She was like over the moon, man. She thought it was the greatest thing ever. You know, if you're gonna buy Heidi <laughs> K. Woods Walker, I'd use that quilt. <laughs> uh, so, so I just it, like she got so excited, man. She was so excited when I pulled that out because you know, little girls. What little girl doesn't love pink and purple, right? 
Well, you gotta you gotta get get them stuff that'll get them excited. I mean, UGQ is not our sponsor tonight, but huge shout out to them because they make absolutely awesome stuff. My wife, she absolutely loves her quilt, and it's all girly too. Oh yeah, man! And what's great is like, I'm only gonna for the first few years while she's little. I'm mm-hmm. probably only gonna take her out in the summer, um, because uh, little kids in Kentucky don't do well in cold weather. Like like little kids in like Minnesota, where our guest is from tonight, um, they they handle it a little bit better than than us Southern folk do, so to speak. So uh, I got her a 50 degree quilt, which uh-huh. in the summertime is perfect here in Kentucky. So she's excited. I'm excited. Um, but I had to show that to you. Well, I had to show it to you because it's, it's one of the coolest things ever, right? It's so cute, man. She's going to be so excited. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, man, let's talk a little about our sponsor for tonight's episode, and that is Outdoor Beards. Now, Jeremiah, we have talked about Outdoor Beards about a thousand times on here. They were our first initial sponsor of the show, and uh, but we've never really shown their products actually on the show before. And so show you guys a few little things they've got here. This is the uh, Beard Balm. Uh, this is called the Morning Brew. Smells like chocolate and coffee. My wife really loves this. Um, but this is ridiculous to take on the trail with you. You know what I mean? This is like way too big, way too heavy. Yeah. That's... So they have these little guys right here. Oh, look at that. That's a s- much that smaller. Sweet? It's like a quarter of the size of the tin. Yeah, this one's called Cotton Storm. It li- it smells like what the air smells like after a storm. Really cool scent there. And then their oils. Their oils are fantastic. This one in particular is uh i think it's called s'mores is that what it's called it's called the s'mores please s'mores Mm, please um it it smells like graham crackers and chocolate and marshmallows like it's hard using this stuff because you're hungry you know after you put it on (laughs) but one of the things i love about the oils that they sell um a lot of times if you buy beer if you buy beard oil you're gonna need an air like a a dropper that comes Mm -hmm. with it and with me i'm too messy like i get that dropper and i get oil everywhere and Get it all over the vanity, and my wife's like, what the heck are you doing? So uh, these things are great because check this out, man. It's got this little applicator right here on top. Like that built in. Yeah, built into it makes it super easy to to get what you need uh, for that day without making a huge mess. And uh, let's just say this thing has kept me from getting in trouble with the wife many, many times. <laughs> well, also I want to point out at OutdoorBeards.com, you can check out – not just their bombs and oils. Those are great. They have a bunch of other stuff. I want to highlight some of their accessories. Like I use their brush every day. They also have a comb. They got a ton of other stuff. You want some swag. They got t-shirts. They got hats, insulated mugs, anything that you would need um, beard-wise. So make sure you check out OutdoorBeards.com. And a huge shout-out to them. And a huge thank you for continuing to sponsor and support us. Absolutely. We're so thankful for them. They they actually came to us in the beginning. We didn't have to seek them out, which is pretty awesome. So very thankful for them. Now, business is out of the way. Me showing off my daughter's gear is out of the way. It's now time to bring in the star of the evening, the man who is bringing in the views, the guy who we brought on here because we knew he would bring up the level of quality of the show tonight. That is the one, the only, your friend of mine, Mr. Tim Buck, also known as Buckley from Backpacking with Buckley on YouTube. How's it going, man? Hey, guys. My mustache (laughs) smells like bacon and leather right now. Nice. That's a good combination, man. (laughs) Yeah. It's like deja vu here. 
How you doing? <laughs> oh man, we're just glad to have you on here finally for the second time. Uh, happy to be on. It's good to see your faces. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we do need to say, say something. We're gonna we gotta say what's going on because it's just funny. So, this is the second time we've gone through this with Tim tonight. We uh we set up the the podcast for tonight and we accidentally set it up as unlisted. So. Nobody got notifications about it. It didn't pop up on anybody's home screens or if you get notifications for being subscribed, none of it popped up. So we did like 15, 20 minutes of a podcast before we realized what the problem was. And so we're redoing it all right now. Right, Jeremiah? Yeah, we get to re- we get to rehearse more witty responses for the first 20 minutes, and then it'll get dull from there. Well, the good thing is we script the whole thing anyways. So, I mean, oh, you yeah. know, so there's nothing to worry about. Well, let me say... Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of this. <laughs> let me say, when John says we set it up as unlisted, typically John does all the... So I edit the podcast, and I upload it, I record it, that kind of stuff. Uh, and John takes care of everything else. And, uh, you know, we both answer comments and that kind of stuff and, and do the business stuff. But tonight, I set up the podcast and then after after twenty minutes, John John ended it and reset it up. So that's my bad, my bad, Tim, for wasting your time. Thank you for. I got the, to see you guys. I was gonna say we get to hang minutes. out with him longer, man. It's, right. We get to hang out with him longer. This is good stuff, man. It's Monday night. Time. I mean, come on, what else are we gonna do? Yeah, Monday night football's over. Yeah, that's right. Maybe he's not good anymore. So like, we're good. Well, exactly. I, I'm anxious to hear. Uh, <laughs> John, I know he has something prepared for tonight so we can get to know Tim a little bit better. I'm anxious to hear uh, a few of the things that you have to ask. Yes, absolutely, man. So, Tim, I've already debriefed you on this a little bit. We are going to do a real quick pop quiz. Let's do it. Just to find out a little bit about you. So let's give it a shot. Okay. So real quick, we're just going to ask a few questions. I just got to know right. a few things about you because, Tim, unlike Jeremiah, I haven't had the opportunity to hike with you yet. Yeah, so, looking forward so to that day. I'm looking forward to that day, too, because it is going to happen. There's no doubt it's going to happen. But uh, let's let's talk a few questions. My first question for you is what is your favorite season to backpack in and why? Uh, well, that's increasing. That's an ebb and flow question for me. But I think currently uh, I say still fall. Uh, I like the temperatures. Uh, it seems to be where I'm at less precipitation than spring. Uh, like, you know, temps in the thirties at night. So nothing overwhelmingly cold. Yeah. yeah fall. That's my answer. In colors, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come yeah. On, colors. Nothing yeah. beats that. If you nothing go to the right be- places. And let yeah, me, nothing beats that. let me interject one thing here. We did not cover this pop quiz in the previous recording of this podcast so these questions are all new to tim actually and if they weren't you wouldn't know because i could be lying but i'm not i'm being truthful (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks jeremiah these are unscripted this is still a pop quiz this actually is a pop quiz we didn't get to this actually which is great because i remember thinking why aren't we doing the pop quiz because jeremiah started writing with questions so so all right next question and i hope nobody gets their feelings hurt when you answer it but Uh, i gotta know who is your favorite person to backpack with? Wow, you guys are you, you guys know me well enough to know I'll answer this question, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. No, I didn't know if you'd answered or not. I didn't even know this question existed. I think I'm <laughs> going to answer the question, but it's really circumstantial. 
I I have a soft spot, and you know Jeremiah, you are a close friend of mine, and I've only hung out with you for a weekend, but I know that we're like long term friends. Sure. Uh, Jason, you know Metro. There's so many people I have like a really tight bond with, but without you know diving too deep into personal stuff, Rob Pelton has uh, been my brother for a, a, a long time. It seems it's only been about a year, but we spent a lot of time together. We know each other. Uh, uh, on a bromance level to say the least. And uh, yeah, he's been through uh, some times in his past. And I think he's helped me with times I've gone through, you know, recently and things like that. Just, and we just mesh well together. We, we, we always have a good time. We're always laughing, giving each other grief. Yeah. Oh, Rob, yeah. Rob's good. He deserves the, the win on this one, but the consolation prize, I'm very happy to say is probably a good 10 people. You know, I got, I have some really hoot on the trail it's it's one of those times where you're trying to hesitate from name dropping, but yeah, just, but I I kind of knew what the answer was going to be. Yeah, just being maybe honest. you did. I kinda yeah, knew no, the he's, you know, and if he's watching out there, I, I, I'm so embarrassed right now because you know, no, <laughs> he I tell him openly. Yeah, he means a lot to me. He's a good buddy, and he's a uh, fun, a lot of fun. I was going to say, man, I got to backpack with him one time in the weirdest backpacking trip I ever took in my life, and that's a story for another day. But <laughs> man. It, genuinely awesome guy Rob yeah Pope he really is, a is genuinely awesome guy I really and i have like to Rob mention guy. miyagi because i forgot him and after meeting him like three times i mean he's he's ranking up there too without bringing up his name i would actually feel bad when i tried to fall asleep tonight but yeah if anybody i miss you know who you are but yeah rob you're so special so special rob <laughs> good dude that's all i'm saying yeah that's all i'm saying he really uh, is. according to 80k woods walker big iron backpacking is my outdoor adventuring bromance that's true i've actually backpacked with those two guys and uh there is a definite bromance going on there like <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's pretty impressive okay well it's, question. you develop tight bonds even i mean you, you know sometimes you know people like what their views are that you don't want to know, you know, you might learn it from Facebook, but I always talk about how it doesn't come up on trail all that often. And you make friends just so quickly. Yeah. That's the truth. You know, the differences aren't like the thing that you focus on, on trail in my experience. Yeah. Well, and, and I have to put this out here. Uh, big iron just responded with it's the food and he's not <laughs> kidding. This guy is the only person I've ever gone out on trail with. I mean, we didn't go far, but it was, it was freezing cold. It's, we got rained on most of the night and then covered in snow overnight. But uh, he brought a rotisserie. I have saw that video. powered rotisserie. Yeah. Out to the woods. And he he literally rotisseried steaks for us. Yeah, I saw that video. That was insanity. I mean, come on, man. Oh, look at this right here. Right here. Big love. Oh, back thanks, Rob. Here. Mr. Pelton. Okay, so last question. Well, next to last question. Last question is the important one, but the next question. What's the best trip you've ever taken? The one that has the most memories that you're just going to sit back and always look back at? Man, that's purely impossible uh, to, to answer. Uh, that's not I mean, good I think to them. No, it's it. not. It's not. <laughs> it is just purely impossible. If I had to answer, I would say my first trip. Um, okay. Just because I mean, it was in the Black Hills. I learned a lot, and it made me go on all the other trips that make it the very reason that I can't answer that question. You know, yeah. um, regardless of the fact that it was—I mean, we had a big hailstorm that night. We didn't find camp. We learned a, a ton on that trip, but we uh, also learned that I, I was like, it was like an obsession from that moment on. So 
that inspired every other trip, which is like I said, so I can't answer that question like definitively. Well then let's, let's, let's shift the question a little bit. What's your favorite place to go backpacking? Like if you were to get in your car right now and go, what would your favorite place be? Uh, I have a lot of the superior hiking trail to conquer. Uh, I've done a lot of the highlights with Rob and done some solos up there. And it's just this perfect blend of, uh, woods and sea and the inland lakes and rivers everywhere you go uh it's spectacular i mean that's special but i always say you know i look at some of the moments on you, you know sometimes you actually notice some feelings in the in your videos you know mm -hmm. and I'd, like when i walked up on uh help me out jeremiah the place we went the first night cloud splitter yeah right when i walked up on cloud splitter it was one of those moments where i rarely have tears of joy and i'm not afraid to have them but cloud splitter i was choking them back just walking up on that place it was the most spectacular autumn scene and like the sun was just shining perfectly and so that was like top hard to decide the top five for sure top three probably and it, what's crazy is like for those of us who live in kentucky we live like i like an hour and a half from there yeah and, that's and even then i don't take that for granted like one of my favorite spots in the gorge is uh is uh, Hanson's Point. And Yeah, we saw that too. And the weather was a little trickier that night, so it wasn't quite as beautiful, right? Yeah. But, but so like, I, that Oxier Ridge is another place that's just got views on either side of you. Um I got to see a place called Tar Ridge, which was another beautiful view. Um they're just all over the place and it's amazing yeah. like being able to live that close to something like that. And the reason I was asking cuz you used to live in South Dakota, right? Correct. So you weren't far from the Badlands. I was a little under four hours, which is in my world, close backpacking. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern I mean, South Dakota is where I lived and it's really pretty boring. It's like a plains, plains part of the, of the state. So Badlands is four hours west and from there it gets awesome. Yeah. If you keep going west, you hit the Black Hills. But yeah, Badlands. Man, I would love to backpack in the Badlands. Like absolutely would love that. It's just it's it's truly unique. I mean, it's, it's like no other place, uh, very, you know, deserted and sprawling and awe inspiring, but it's tough for multi-day trips because there are no water sources. So there's a, a few places you can cache water, but there's no viable water sources literally ever. So, so it's a lot of pack in, one. pack out kind of like overnight, like pack a bunch of water in, get yep. back out to the car, go to the next place, bring your own water. Yeah, and that's the thing that I do out there if I go multiple nights is I'll just hit a couple different trails and do two separate overnights. I have heard of guys that carry gallons of water, you know, that much water out there. But that's yeah, it's tough. But the nice thing is, is 90 minutes west of there is the hills. So when everybody inevitably comes to South Dakota and I lead trips, <laughs> you guys, I'm saying, uh, yeah, it's a nice, like, double up thing. You can go spend a couple of nights out in the Black Hills, which are – you know, hard to compare to anything else as well. And then you go do like an overnight in the Badlands. That's kind of what I did when Hoot came out and uh, Crow and Metro on the Move came out. We did the same thing. And that's awesome. Awesome, like three, four day trip. Yeah. It's, I've driven through. I've actually driven through that area multiple yeah. times. And it's unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, it's it's unique. You know, I've been to the Rockies and some of those places that are larger than life. But the Black Hills have all those granite spires and... Uh, just pines, you know, as far as the eye can see, and some pretty top, tall peaks. It's 
it's just different. It's hard to explain. Kind of like Red River Gorge. You know, everything is so unique. Yeah, it really is. Everyday Backpacker says, my favorite trip is the next one planned. Yeah, that's a popular answer and for good reason. You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay. So th- those are the first three questions. Now let's get to the to the good question. This is the one I, right. I'm really wanting to know your answer to. I'm going to take a sip of water for this one. It's okay. Be- Prepare yourself because this one's a pretty hefty one. Um, what is your favorite piece of Jeremiah Stringer merch? Well, it was <laughs> discontinued, I think, but it was a hammock of the uh, banana type. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was an animated uh, logo, and you know the one we all think of. And in, in, in places, it's a family-friendly show, but yeah. imaginations can be used. Yeah, thank you, Jeremiah. And that was strategically placed, and actually, it just it fit well. I loved hiking in it. So yeah, let me let me. I'm sad to say it was discontinued because unfortunately, they don't have a lot of durability. Yeah, and and there's really no such thing as Jeremiah merch either, so that kind of makes it more difficult. So I want to. I guess I wonder if that have... was just a gift from him then that he mailed me. I thought that was from his line of merchandise. He doesn't no. have merch. No, no, he keeps telling us he's going to. I will uh, he'll probably he'll probably blame me for why he doesn't have it, but you know, I will. Okay. I will say there is. Well, there may be three people, unless um, Girl Plus Dog Adventures has given somebody some others. There, I think, are three people in this world with anything Jeremiah Stringer merch-related. It's me, Girl Plus Dog Adventures, since she's the one that uh, made me this lovely mug and the stickers that were in it, along with her sticker. The only other person, I sold my Jet Boil Stash Cook Pot. I sold it to Off Grid, and I stuck a sticker in there. So I think he's the Whoa. the only. This is an exclusive club, John. And if you want to join, <laughs> if you want to join, it's going to be expensive. Three people. Three. All I know is I've already got t-shirts designed for you. We just have to sit down <laughs> and we have to get these things going. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because the it, hawkers man. are waiting, man. All all the Jeremiah Stringer hawkers are waiting. You know, dude, I can't tell you how many times just in a normal day, my my students will be confused about a word I say like earlier man what was I saying I forget and then I ask him I spelled out a word on the board and I was like how do you say this I put hammock right that's how I say it how do you say it Tim hammock hammock and Miyagi says hammock Miyagi says how does how does Miyagi say it because he always does this hammock hammock he's got a hammock (laughs) hammock yeah so the hawkers are waiting. Here's the thing about Miyagi, though. He swears that's a, that's a Wisconsin thing. He swears that's the right people, way to say it. I, I, I know so many people from Wisconsin. He is still the only person I know who says a hammock. Well, he might be I on. agree. I hope Miyagi hears this. I, I know. We're going to give we got to give It's a hammock. Well, yeah, it's a hammock. hammock. Exactly. He, hey, he hey, might Jeremiah, be right. Somebody's, somebody's giving you props right now. All right, let's hear it. Man, can you imagine the value of that sticker now? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the one on my ba- banana hammock, that sticker. <laughs> That's like hey, look who's in here. Like, yeah, Mock. Yeah, <laughs> he the first it. time he said it, I thought he said ham hock. Well, that says like, hammock. Yeah, hammock. Hammock. Even the way you spell it, Miyagi, it still says hammock. That's oh, right. So apparently, everybody at the Frozen Butt Hang said hammock. 
Damn, is, that, is that a Canadian thing? I'm okay. I'm all about it. They're all about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tim. So, John, you done with your pop quiz? I'm done with my pop quiz, man. I'm all done with it. Okay. <laughs> he hit me with another pop quiz bumper. <laughs> okay, Tim. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask you about a a big problem for me whenever I go backpacking, and I saw it in your recent video of your trip to the Badlands with Rob Pelton. So on your YouTube channel, Backpacking with Buckley, I watched, it was very, very windy in the Badlands when y'all went out there. And I got to say, I went on two straight trips in the last few weeks where I've had a lot of wind, and I I was using a hammock both times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> both times. So I had a tarp, okay? And my tarp has doors, and I, I tied them on the first trip. This last trip I went on, I didn't close the doors. And yeah. I'm telling you, dude, all night, whenever the wind blew, it sounded just like somebody was walking around my uh, just my shelter area. And they weren't because there was, like, fresh snow throughout the night and there's no yeah there i mean we saw moose tracks we saw uh, we saw all kinds of tracks right yeah nobody was walking around what what are you gonna say john no i'm just uh, (laughs) moose you don't mess around with moose man not well i didn't see the moose we only saw the tracks i'm just saying if you if i saw moose tracks i'd be like i'm keeping my eyes open no joke man nicest animal they were like they were less than a quarter of a mile from camp for sure and yeah I may or may not have tried to ride that moose, but it's all alleged. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. So anyway, my point is my tarp doors were flapping in the wind, and that's what that sounded like somebody walking around. And in your video, it looked like y'all got some pretty good wind, and I saw one shot. You were like in selfie mode, right? And I could just see yeah. your tent. <laughs> it was like just blowing against you, man. What, what that was that too. like, and did you get any sleep? Oh, man. So we tried to tuck in and the wind was swirling. So normally you can tuck in somewhere where you can even catch a little bit of a break from it. But we just couldn't figure out the right spot and we were getting late. So, yeah, the wind was hitting like 40 miles an hour at least in gusts. And it would just take my big Agnes tent just like completely bend the poles inward. So it was on the verge of, I thought, snapping. I mean, durability was proven that day, but. Yeah, I did, I think about three o'clock in the morning, according to Rob anyway. I must have fell asleep somehow, but it was rough. I mean, and plus we, you can't build a campfire out there. And it got down to about 20 before bed. And we were just kind of sitting there thinking, well, we, it's so windy and miserable. And we're just going to go into our tents about, you know, eight o'clock at night. And so, yeah, I just kind of sat there. And then it's one of those nights where you like, you don't want to be out there for the experience of having electronics, but we had no signal. So both of us really had nothing to do other than maybe like delete bad pictures throughout the, from the day or, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. So yeah, that was kind of uh, not the most pleasant part of it, but the scenes we saw were spectacular and we got close to, you know, some decent wildlife and yeah. in the, in the grand scheme of things, it was worth it, but it, it was a tough night. Gosh, man. How fast, how, how fast do you think those winds were? 40, 50 as they were gusting, but it was just nonstop. Like, I'd well, say sustained wind, wind at 25. Right? Yeah, there's no nothing like, to block the wind. 
where you were. There you can. We got it. We tucked in a couple of times. We found lunch. We caught some respite from it. But for the most part, it was one of those times where you know I normally that's the one place where I have complete uh, serenity. But like towards the end of the day, I was getting angry, like at the wind. <laughs> you know. It, it was I've just sucking the water man. out of us and we were going again there was a there was a point where it had a like legitimate factor on walking against it was more like way more difficult you know normally wind isn't huge when you're just hiking but it was like it was sailing you like you had to push into it harder so yeah well, it was, if, I, was, if, if I was annoyed by the end of the day 20, if the temperature dropped to 20 that wind had to make it even like horrible well, luckily enough, we packed for that, you know, so we had plenty of insulation and uh, I had overkill, so did Rob. But uh, yeah, it was from went from 65 during the day to 20 at night, which is typical of that kind of, oh, you know, place. It's yeah. basically a desert. So, yeah, That's it was crazy. wild. Well, according to Midwest Backpacker, there's a lot of hot air with uh, Buckley and Pelton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a false statement by any means. So did you all forget your battery packs? I assume you're filming with your phone. So that's, it was killing your battery. Yeah. Well, actually what was killing my battery was all trails because I had to like literally watch the dot the whole time. Uh, probably, and I'm not exaggerating, probably four hours throughout the afternoon straight, just watching the dot because it was just, we could not tell where to go. And it felt like every time we stepped a hundred feet in one direction, the dot would at one point, the dot was not moving. So we had to stop. I charged my phone up, restarted it. I kind of got in a bit of a panic. Rob was very calming, but there's one of those moments where it's like, if we don't know what direction to travel, we, like I said, we can wind up down a cavern. That's a dead end. And we have to backtrack. We're running short on water. Yeah. Um, so that drained the battery. And I had a, just a 10,000. What uh, is it? Megahertz. Milliamp hours. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I admit that I own it. Hey, Rob. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I appreciate it. I can never remember that, but yeah, they, uh, it was just, it drained that. Normally that'll get me through a two night trip, yeah, which well, is Rob, why I know it was all trails. That was killing my battery. Yeah, well, Rob said it was brutal and we came up on lots of bison. They couldn't hear you because of the wind. I'm guessing. Yeah. We snuck up on one pair that we didn't see and they saw us first. And fortunately they were the kind that are, were, Smart enough to be scared of guys like Rob and I. I mean, they saw us coming, and clearly you would want to take off running, right? So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they took off in the opposite direction. But had we not been paying attention, the winds were so strong, they didn't hear us. So we were not paying attention and look up, and there's two big boys, you know, taking off, running up a ridge. Yeah. And it turned out to be awesome because they weren't a threat, but. Well, and Jeff Peters brings up the cold drains your batteries fast, too. So when it starts getting really cold, that, that can be trouble. Yeah, it was a good point, but it wasn't cold during the day. I mean, it went literally from probably 45 at close to sundown, you know, it was 65 throughout the afternoon, dipped down to maybe in the high 40s, like close to sundown, and then an hour after sundown, you know, got below freezing. And then it got down to like 19 throughout the night. So throughout the day, the cold wasn't a huge factor on the batteries. I got you. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we got a dad joke. Uh, oh, let's see. It. What does a buffalo say to its kid before leaving for work? Bye, son. <laughs> oh man. Outside comfort zone. That's so bad. I had to put it in there. I had to put Jared, it in there. Jared, I'll give that a courtesy chuckle. I believe that's his name, Jared. <laughs> Little golf clap. <laughs> yeah. So I 
I'm curious, man, because you said that you basically didn't have anything to do except go to your tent and hit the hay, kind of. Do you ever, um, like, download podcasts or music or games on your phone, so if you're stuck in a situation like that? Speaking of learning experiences, I mean, I have before, but it's not a habit of mine. You know, so, and knowing ahead of time, I, I knew the Badlands are bad for signals, so I don't know why it didn't dawn on me. But I think just in the, like, Rob and I boondocked the night before, we kind of screwed around, and we ended up sleeping at a trailhead in our cars, and I just didn't take the time ahead of time. I'd been traveling. I went to Devil's Tower a couple days earlier, so I'd been traveling. I just didn't. Can I just say, it, Devil's Tower is literally one of the coolest places on the yeah. earth. I've yeah, it's one of those there. times where it's you're awesome. saying swear words in your head, like in a positive way, if that makes sense. Like you just but like it's a hike just blown. getting to the base of it. I mean, it's I mean, it's unbelievable. It's we I went and I took a group of kids. Uh, I was a youth minister for years and I took a group of kids up there and uh, we saw Mount Rushmore and we were all like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and we were we were amazed by Devil's Tower. Oh, yeah, I would say, I mean, I've wanted to see it since I was a kid, and I've always lived too close to never have gone. Yeah. So I just decided I'm doing it, and holy cow. I mean, I want to go back, and what stinks is there's no backpacking nearby. Right, um, right. There's And it's like miles of untamed wilderness, so it's like, why is there not some opportunity out here to be close to this thing? But um, you can go east just, you know, 60 or 90 minutes and get into some good backpacking in the Black Hills, but... Yeah, out there it's just like KOA and state campgrounds, so it's more of a day hike area. But I'm glad I went; it's spectacular. Well, it ha- is. Killquest even said the tower is amazing, and then we're getting some history. Are you ready for this? We're I am. Smarter. We're about to get smarter. Yeah, I want. Devil's Tower was one of the three sites first protected by Teddy Roosevelt using the Antiquities Act of 1906. Hashtag. I'm proud to say I knew that. that. Yeah, you knew that. <laughs> I did because really? I read it. When I was at Devil's Tower, <laughs> I've known that for plaque, well right? over three weeks. <laughs> so do you know the folklore behind it, too? What's that? Do you know the folklore behind it, too? Oh, well, yeah. There's a, there's a native story. I, I And I, would, I don't want to say the tribe because I, I might not know the tribe, but it's I think it's Lakota or Dakota uh, where I believe it was some children being chased by a large bear, obviously like a fantasy sized bear. And they climbed that tower. And that's why there's those vertical scratches is because the bear was trying to get to him. Oh, that really happened. And I believe it's probably 50% possible that it's true. That, that Cause really I know happened. bears were up to 70 feet tall back in the day. Yeah. They were huge. They were huge. I mean, yeah, people don't even realize Absolutely. grizzlies are nothing compared to those. So <laughs> Devin's here. What's up, Devin? Good to see you. We got uh, that hiking guy. He's saying, hey, Tanya. That's probably to somebody else, not us. But what's up, man? <laughs> it's good to see you, Chris. Devin's so. got some nice-looking stuff coming out with all that cool new eco-pack stuff. Oh, I know, man. I'm really yeah, and loving People keep the sending eco-pack. me pictures. Miyagi's video. Did you see them? that video? that he? I'm going to give the- Miyagi some serious credit on – have you seen that yet, Jeremiah? Dude. Uh, his Waymark pack video. That was awesome. That is my favorite. Epic. That is my favorite backpack review video of all time. Well, tell everybody how do you live, to, how do you live up to that standard. I don't have the energy to do that. First of I all, I told him I was like, he needs to do. That's just the only kind of video he should do from now on. He it's should sickening. be the guy that destroys gear. Like yeah. it was incredible. 
And if I you hope he gets typecast as that guy because then he'll be obligated to put that much effort into every video, and it's he's it's going to drive him crazy. I don't care. It's going to be awesome. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he, he'd be able to quit his job if he kept doing that. Like he would like he have might. a zillion subscribers and like that might be a niche. I, all yeah, I know that thing is, was insane. It's not often I watch somebody else's video and I share it. You know, but yeah. Miyagi's video, I saw it and I shared it immediately. It, I even sent him a text about it. Like, I don't send people texts. He go, dude, your video was awesome. But I did for that one because that video is incredible. Well, give everybody a teaser of what happened in the video. Well, if you can just imagine somebody taking a pack and trying to make it live up to the standards it says it has. Here, it, Miyagi even says, sell me your gear and I will destroy it. Um, <laughs> oh, look at this. He says that they gave it back to Waymark. Says we have that pack back at the shop, and it smells so strong of laundry detergent. <laughs> he actually put it through a washing a washing machine in a dryer. I mean, he drugged this thing over gravel and through two miles and roots. Yeah, I mean, beat the tar out of this thing. And the only thing that really got damaged on it was the uh, mesh pocket, which, I mean, lycra, lycra pocket. Yeah, which you expect yeah it tore that. for obvious reasons, but yeah, I mean, you expect that if you. You got to watch the video. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There, there's nothing that can hold up to that with Lycra. But yeah, he, well, more notably, he literally froze it in a block of ice, Jeremiah, and then dropped it, I don't know how far, if I had to guess, 20 feet, and like shattered the ice. Like, so oh. he literally like filled it with water, put it in his freezer, and froze it in one big block of ice, and then like dropped it onto a bunch of cement bricks. Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it, that, I mean, seriously, that was one of those videos I'm going. Miyagi needs to make that like every video he does. Yeah. Like a new sleeping bag or quilt comes out. He needs to beat the tar out of it, set it on fire. It's got to happen. It's yeah. Happen. And it made me know that I'm just going to stick with the mediocre standards when it comes to my reviews, because that's like the pinnacle of <laughs> reviews. And I will never, I don't even want to go there. Not even going to try. Too good. Too much Bryce, work. Bryce it was Newell, amazing. Buckley is becoming one of my new favorite YouTubers. Always a pleasure. Ooh, Bryce. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. He hey. was uh, one of my favorites on my little uh, controversial YouTuber give or like I said, who my favorite YouTubers were. Oh yeah, he's in that uh, crowd. Funny. I think we share the same sense of humor, which is probably. Well, I'm flattered that he he likes me, but yeah, he's a funny dude, real funny dude. You you got to get him out to South Dakota. Ah uh, yeah, I think I gave him a passive invite at one point in time. Yeah. Um, but. Maybe I'll get more aggressive on him. And yeah, man. I, I want to say uh, hello. There's a fine line between creepy and friendly, though, fellas. <laughs> well, ben McMillan just said so much love tonight. Yeah, no. man. We're all about the love Hi, here on the Backpacking Podcast. I want to say um, hello. And if you missed it off grid, I was just talking about you a few minutes ago. Uh, did you get my sticker? Co comment on here. I want to hear. If it actually came through. We need to know if the sticker was received. Yes, because if so, you're part of the exclusive club that everybody can oh join soon. God. Everyone can join soon. Don't worry. But right now, <laughs> it's highly exclusive. We'll see. Highly. We'll Three see people in the world, Jeremiah. Three people in the world. And if it wasn't for Girl Plus Dog Adventures, this club literally would not exist. May Let's never just shoot exist. straight for a second, Buckley. This is not because Jeremiah actually loves his subscribers. It's because somebody else made him things that he could it's give. It's because his subscribers love him, yeah. Yeah, it's not because Jeremiah loves his subscribers. He just uses them for, for views. That's all it is, man.
He's just totally, totally useless. Look at that. I'm not bugging in on this one. <laughs> that's okay. We know Jeremiah. He's, he, uh, that's why he doesn't have merch is because he's disgustingly humble. That's he right. He doesn't. He doesn't like the fact that he wants that he doesn't want to admit that he's at least backpacker famous. You're right. He uh, and he tells me how humble he is all the time. So you're right. It's uh, yeah. 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 You're not. You're not George Clooney, Jeremiah, but you're backpacker famous, man. I mean, that means you know thousands of people in the world know you as compared to hundreds like me. I'm I'm telling you what, we need to start a fan club and we just call it the Hawkers. The Hawkers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a natural that's a natural name for the Jeremiah right? fan club. The Hawkers. So when he whenever man, he says geez. what's going on, Hawkers, we know that he's talking to us. His yeah. fan club. I mean, yeah. who's in? Anybody else in? Anybody else? Or do we have any other Hawkers out there? I'm a fanboy. Hawkers unite. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk about TM. I don't want to talk about me. (laughs) I knew he'd try to change the subject so quick. Because I'm humble, man. I'm just a humble guy. You are, man. You really are. We do need to ask him a question, though. Yes. We really do. We do. Um, We need to know something, and it's it's very important to this crowd that's here tonight. Um, We got to hear your best poop story. My best poop story? Your best mm-hmm. poop story. Because oh. everybody's got one, and we all need to hear it. And your best poop well, story about someone else. I mean, I guess at some time I, I have to live up to my reputation of being honest about things and also being as crass as possible. So I will, I will, I will bestow upon you a story <laughs> that should not be told to an audience. Oh, he's going to bestow it. I, I love being bestowed upon. I just want to say that. Me too. This is this is putting myself into a position where I guess I'm just going to accept the embarrassment that that will come with this. But oh god, I, I have can't literally. I, so I, I went to Itasca State Park last summer with my dad, and throughout the day, I mean, it was the most insane insane bugs I had ever like witnessed in my life. Some sort of bug bit me on the knuckle, and my hand like swelled to the size of like a softball. Like just things were not going right. It was hot and miserable. We got to camp and uh, I knew I wasn't hungry really, but I could feel like the percolation going on in my innards. And so I went back into the woods and to do my business, dug my cat hole. And it was with, I'm trying to think of the right way to word it without being uh, too disgusting, but it was absolute, it was in the liquid state uh, to say (laughs) the least. And there was a heck of a lot of, uh, bounce back, shall we say, oh. resulting in my my hokas and probably from about halfway down my shin uh, being covered in what I could smell from my standing position. Uh, I'll let you read between the lines, but I literally crapped all over my legs and, and shoes in the whole nine yards. And uh, for whatever reason, I didn't decided that I didn't want to share this with my father. Um, so I kind of just politely went down towards the lake and he probably was didn't notice maybe i don't even know it's irrelevant but i literally just dunked them and accepted the fact that i would be hiking out in wet shoes and socks because i mean it was it was gross i could smell it (laughs) and unfortunately that's not the first time on trail that i've had diarrhea occur it's only happened twice but both times are just like what are you gonna do i mean being disgusting like I am, I'm like a dirt bag on trail. So you just kind of laugh it off, you know? I mean, you don't necessarily feel horrible. You just keep trying to hydrate and 
keep going with the trip. And you just scrub really well. Oh, man. I mean, and some people out there may know that I have one of the world's weakest stomachs, which is genuinely true. And I, when I first started backpacking, I would, excuse me, I would uh, literally dry heave on my own poop. <laughs> why you're out I'm in not, the woods i'm not kidding yeah once i was at rocky mountain national park and saw one of those poop pyramids in a privy and there was like 50 people outside the bathroom and i came out like tears rolling dry heaving completely embarrassed myself but i actually have several times gone in to uh, do my business and then left dry heaving on my own Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, That's... we we are getting comments like crazy. I have to put these up here. I'm shocked. This, this, this is fantastic. John just starred um... about thirty comments. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like on uh, Buckley, when uh... Buckley oh. needs a poop hammock. <laughs> Ooh, splatter! Um, you could probably smell it right now. Uh, I still have the shoes. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> Uh, that's why I always pack extra pants. Um, you can't bidet that away. Oh, that's uh, good. Hepto pills are awesome. That's top tier. Taylor. <laughs> that's a bad day. And then Taylor also said this, and I thought this was hilarious. Dude, best story ever on this podcast. One so, person. I'll, thanks, Taylor. I'll take that title. <laughs> oh, man, that is great. 100% true story, and I... Yeah, I wish I was embellishing. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will tell you this, too. Uh, Jeremiah, people are really getting on to this Hawkers thing. I They're see. really getting on to it. Um, some people are saying we all get a Go Next t-shirt. <laughs> you know, that'll Go be good. Go Next t-shirt. Um, they came up with a new saying for it, Hawk Your Own Hawk. Oh, that would make <laughs> um, a good t-shirt. And, and, and Girl Plus Dog Adventures, the maker of the mug, is saying, ooh, Hawk Your Own Hawk would be a great mug. That's true. Just saying. So, uh, so the the comments are coming. They're rolling in, man. Your story was a was a was a winner there. You, yeah, you've been officially titled the Poop King. The Poop King. The Poop King. Well, I think uh, I I look at myself kind of like what was the movie where Adam Sandler peed himself on purpose to make the kid feel better? Yes, uh, Happy yes, Billy, uh, Madison. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Madison. Madison. I, I kind of want to be that guy for people. You know, I mean, I know there's people out there that have crapped on themselves. And now they maybe feel a little bit better knowing they're not alone. Oh, we just got. And I have no shame. We just got a really cool gift from Ben McMillan. It says, send Buckley new pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben, for the super chat. A $10 pair of pants, Ben. That's a nice super chat. We can probably hit that up at uh, our local Goodwill and make something happen there. Yeah. Hey, John, I get some Miyagi shorts for that. It doesn't require much fabric. He could probably sew them for me. If anybody's ever watched Miyagi hike, there's not a lot of fabric there. No, it's like a four no. or five inch inseam. He takes no, it's an inch and a half inseam this year, I think, is what he's shooting for. John, well, I was gonna say, I think his shorts look at his at other people's shorts and say, "Hold my beer," like you know, it's like here's, here's, you want to see real shorty shorts. Here we go. I was gonna tell you, um, I did not win the the game on my last trip in New Hampshire, man. Usually, oh wow, Tim, I don't know. I don't know if I told you this while we were out on our trip, but usually I, I win the don't poop in the woods game. And I'm pretty good at it if I'm going to get out before Sunday afternoon. But I got to tell what do you. What you mean game? Like you, you don't do it? You just you go the whole weekend? That's right, man. That's man, right. There's so many hikers like that. I won't well, name names, but lots of lots of you out there. Well, sometimes it's not on purpose. Sometimes it is. 
Right. But, uh, you I never know. know. Shout out to Off Grid for the super chat. And $5 to Salmon Out Horse, too. Yeah. You're welcome for the great content. It's people like Tim coming on here that delivers. Thanks, Devin. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Salmon Outdoors. Salmon. Which way do you say it? Salmon. I'm not sure Salmon. how you pronounce it, but that guy is a hell of a guy, and I want to meet him someday. Devin is yeah. his first name. Well, we're going to send you some new hocus. But uh, I was going to tell you, man, I lost the game. I was good to go. I pooped Friday morning. Well, actually, we weren't out there for a weekend. We are still out there for three days, so I'll say it like this. I pooped day one morning at the hotel, and then day one was fine on trail. Day two was fine on trail. Day three, I woke up, and I was like, we got like two and a half, three miles to the car. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and then, then you could hear Jason. So I packed everything up, right? And then... And I was like, I got to go. Guys, I got to poop. There's no way. And I could just hear him as I'm walking away. Waiting on a stringer. Oh, he started the song. Yeah, started the song. song. He's still working on the second verse. He he says he hasn't made it past the first verse yet. But uh, he hasn't made it past the chorus yet. <laughs> no, he just he sings it over and over. We'll figure it out. But well, yeah, he hasn't even figured out what style of music yet. You know, he's he's still working on uh, whether it's a rap song, a rock song, a pop song. He doesn't know yet. It could be country. Probably I mean, it country. seems appropriate that it would be a little bit on the, I'm not trying to stereotype Kentucky, but I mean, it should have a banjo and, you know, maybe some <laughs> That's bluegrass, pre- maybe. You're stereotyping. Blue, <laughs> bluegrass, right? I like bluegrass music. Does that make, I mean, maybe if you're accepting it as a stereotype, then you have a Self-image problem, Jeremiah. What? He turned it on me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> my fault now. Yeah, I was just kidding, man. I like. Hey, I like beats a banjo, dude. dude. We got a Steve couple Martin. great. We got a couple great comments coming in here. That hiking guy says, "I win that game ten out of 10. 10 out of ten. Ten out of ten. Chris man, you guys up. would do that. I mean, I will. I've had it happen because of, like you said, for different reasons. Like it just doesn't happen sometimes. But then you get what I call the raw potato. Oh. Anybody? Can you figure out what I'm saying when I say that? Do I have to say more? You need no I'm, other words. <laughs> I figured one. so. You're good on that one. Uh, that's Bryce rough. Newell, Bryce Newell says, "I wish someone would make Eco Pack shorts." I think that's a fantastic idea. That sounds super comfy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! Thank All you to crinkly. All Things Outdoors, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I'm getting some socks yeah, and some hokas. Dang. We're gonna have you like whole. Me, man. Whole new wardrobe, bro. We're gonna. I actually to. got. I actually got to sort of go camping with uh, all things outdoors with a Jeremiah with a Jeremy. A couple oh, of weeks yeah. ago, it was the okay. So let me tell you about a crazy little thing that happened. Okay, so he's bringing a bunch of kids down from his town that he's bringing it from his. It's like a group of kids from his church that he brought down, and he's like, "Hey, you want to meet up with us and, and camping with us?" I'm like, sure. And we were gonna get up the next morning, do some hiking, and camp up at this one area. Well. We get there. I, I get there earlier on in the day and make sure we have a campsite. They show up about 8, 45, 9 o'clock, get all their stuff set up. We have a campfire. Everything's good. And then probably close to midnight, we hear something off in the distance that sounds like rain. And Jeremy looks at his phone. And he goes, we're about to get dumped on. So everybody just hightails it to their, their tents, their hammocks and everything. And boom, it just hits. We weren't supposed to get but little sprinkles of rain, like little right. potential showers. That was it. The jet stream shifted south 
and dumped everything from Ohio down on us. And overnight, it poured the rain and it flooded one of the tents. Oh, man. And it was a tent. There were four people in the tent. Oh, boy. Everything is soaked. So I'm laying in my, I don't know this is going on, okay? I don't know any of this is going on. I'm in my hammock. I'm laying there, and I just hear people talking. We had a, we had a Boy Scout group across the street or across the uh, the site from us, and they kept turning on their car and flashing their lights at our camp. I mean, they weren't on purpose, but they just kept doing it. It got really annoying after a while. And so I thought I was hearing the people from the Boy Scout camp talking. So I'm laying in my hammock thinking to myself, why won't these idiots shut up? It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. It was our guys getting out of their tent. They were they were frustrated, and uh, Jeremy was helping them get into a car so that they could sleep in a car overnight. Oh, so yeah, imagine man, four guys sleeping in a 60. car. Yeah, and so I wake up in the middle of the night, and these I'm not kidding you. We're talking snowflakes the size of a quarter are dropping out of the sky, and I'm like, what happened? Like, it wasn't even supposed to get like this, and it was just – it was a huge mess, but I got to experience it with Jeremy. Yeah, so, I want to hang out with Jeremy again, too. He's a fun dude. But dude, he's awesome. Before he's I forget awesome. to ask, do you guys ever worry about, I, mean, I don't want to get into a sidebar or anything political, but like, do you ever worry about like all this crazy weather and just have like mild anxiety about your selfish backpacking needs? Like, <laughs> like more more tornadoes are <laughs> happening everywhere, more you know, crazy lightning storms, snow happening where it shouldn't be. Like, I do think that we... I don't know. Maybe I just have a short memory, but I, it, I was driving home this weekend, Saturday. It's been my spring break, so I've done a lot of traveling. And, dude, I yeah. drove through snow the entire day. And I was like, when is the last time I had half of January off due to snow? Because I'm a teacher, so we get snow days here in Kentucky. And then yeah. February, pretty much no snow. And then March, I get out for snow again. And then it's April, literally mid-April. And I'm driving, I'm driving home all day through sleet and snow, and it's like 33 degrees. I don't want to talk about the weather the whole time, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I am a bit selfish when it comes to thinking about how it's affecting me and not, yeah. not, how, not how it's destroying people's homes and stuff. But I just see it as a great excuse to buy more gear. Oh, look yeah. at John. I mean, that's just that's just me. I just see it as, oh, hey, babe, I need to spend some more money on gear. Well, are you Kentucky boys prepared to do the type of camping we do up here in Minnesota and South Dakota? Are you I prepared for I, that to come to you I, in Kentucky? I don't know that we'll ever get to that point down here. <laughs> and if we do, I'll move to Florida. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys doing that, like, negative 20-degree stuff, like, yeah, oh, dude. that's not me. I'm down to negative tens about my record. I haven't told those guys full disclosure. I'm not committing to breaking records with you. Yeah, like that death march thing they do is crazy, man. Yeah, I went this year and they were all super annoyed because it was with like in the 20s one day, it was 31 day. It was great winter weather, and they were all yeah. mad because it wasn't 35 below zero. I was like, well, <laughs> I picked the right year to join you because I'm not coming if it's 30 below zero. Well, here's the way I look at it. If I'm on a trip like that, there's only there's only like three things I'm going to be doing. I'm either going to be eating, sleeping, or something to do with fire. Something, whether right. it's processing yep. wood or cutting trees or just feeding the fire, whatever it is. Yeah, Those are like the three things I'm going to be doing. And I'm like, man, I kind of, no offense to these guys, I kind of 
rather binge watch some Netflix in my 70 degree house. I think what I've succumbed to this year is that I'm not going to backpack so much in the winter. It's going to be poke sledding in maybe a mile or two, getting to camp in plenty of time to enjoy the night because I did have a blast doing exactly what you said, eating because we eat awesome food. Miyagi was like, king chef in his circus hot tent that's about oh, the size of man. a football field he knows um, how to make some good camp food yeah too, man and camaraderie was great because we were we had it was all fire fireside chat you know or sitting in miyagi's hot tent and uh we did get some nice enough weather to go take a hike but for the most part yeah i think it's more of a hangout camp and you're right though you're just staying warm eating and cutting more firewood to continue staying warm yep and sleeping I got. I got. And maybe this. pooping, Jeremiah, but oh, depends on how long you're out. It depends on the game. <laughs> depends on how you're doing with the game. Uh, also, comment on there about backpacking with Dad. He's the Chuck Norris of the outdoors. When a bear approaches, his beard scares it away. Wow, <laughs> interesting. Does Inter- Jason have a beard now? He he has. He always, uh, it's kind of like a really short one. Well, oh yeah, he told he does. me. He told me that he wants to go clean shaven, but Mrs. Backpacking likes the beard, so he's not going clean shaven. His is about, I don't know, if you're watching online, you can see my beard. It's probably, I don't know, maybe two weeks of beard growth or something like that. His is probably about that right now, but I don't think he's a huge fan of the beards. Miyagi, I want to see him grow Miyagi. a big burly one. Miyagi put on here, life begins at negative 20. Come on, Miyagi. That's way too cold, man. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks, man. Dude, Miyagi's like, he's that, he is that guy that just, he's going to push it and push it and push it as hard as he can. He's fun, man. I love watching him do it. That's the thing. I love that he does it because I get to watch him do it on on my computer in my warm house. And uh, Well, what I love about him, too, is I know enough about him to know that there are hikes I would not join Miyagi for, but. He'll mix it up with any type of hanging out, you know, like he'll he'll come just hike in a mile and chill out and be the life of the party. Uh, but it'll also like I don't want to tune his horn too, too much, but he walked pictured rocks 42 miles in a day hike. <laughs> That's incredible. I hiked. Yeah. I hiked that with him last year. There was a group of us that went out and did picture rocks last yeah. year. Yeah, I saw so, all those videos. Yeah, that was a good time. Well, hey, man, we are at the uh, one hour mark on this thing, if you can believe that already. Um, we need to let people know where they can find you. Like literally what my address is. <laughs> yes. yes. Social uh, security. We're gonna actually, like, no, <laughs> Tell them where they can find you on social media. Where's your, the name of your YouTube channel. Just, uh, give them everything they need to know, man. So I'm, I'm mo- mostly a one trick YouTube pony. Uh, so backpacking with Buckley on YouTube. Uh, I do have Instagram, same thing, backpacking with Buckley and on Facebook. Uh, I am Tim Buck which is actually just I was bucked to uh, save some anonymity when I did some social work so that I couldn't get creeped by clients. And uh, so that's why it's Tim Buck was just to kind of stay under the radar. But yeah, so Tim Buck on Facebook, but YouTube is my main, my main hobby. That's awesome. A big thank you real quick to 80K Woods Walker. Love this episode. Tim's a great dude with an amazing story and an inspiring message. Thanks for having him on. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, he's a great guy too. It's a great community. 80K is a good man. He is a good man. Yeah, I feel like I know people I don't know, and the people I meet become friends in like five minutes. And I'm not saying that just to be all rainbows and unicorns. It's like, it's the truth for real. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, man, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank really, you. I really appreciate it. I'm really glad you said yes. I mean, we asked. We weren't sure if you'd say yes or not because, you know, you're pretty famous and we didn't want to, like, you know. No assumptions. We didn't, know if you, we didn't know if you'd come down to our level was kind of what we were worried about. So, But you made it. Well, that's, you that's extraordinarily flattering. But you, you guys are both know I've. I got into backpacking because of guys like you, and I found you well before you knew I was a blip on the radar. And I know your sub counts, so don't flatter me too much. You guys are great. I really appreciate it. It's I just fun talking to you guys. You're great. <laughs> well, we are glad you came on, man. This is yeah, been a I lot am of too. fun. I appreciate it. Well, make sure you hang out in the green room. We'll be with you will, in just I a will. second. Don't go anywhere. So we'll do. All right. Thanks, guys. Dude, Tim is awesome. Can we just uh, I totally I totally agree. And there's a number of other things I want to talk to him about. So we'll have to have him back on. I want to talk to him. He mentioned yeah. the Polk sleds. I want to know more about that. Um, if people haven't checked out his YouTube channel, uh, they definitely should. Because I want to talk to him about his sobriety as well. Um, he's pretty open on there about that too. And a number of other things. So, Well, we're definitely going to have to have a part two. Oh, for sure. And all, everybody was great in the comments, too. If you're just listening, uh, come come on a Monday night sometime at, at 8 Eastern Standard Time and join us live. Comment on here. Interact with us. We get to hang out with you. It's a fun time. Yeah, Ben McMillan says we need to have him on a third time. <laughs> Being caught the first show. Yeah, because so. my recording says we're at an hour and 25 minutes, but we're really at the hour. <laughs> yeah thank you to everybody for being so patient tonight it's just a glitch like one of those nights that it just happens but this has been a lot of fun and dude we gotta have tim back on there's no doubt about that for sure and next week gotta have him back on. Uh, we're planning to have hunter and taps on and we'll get to hopefully hear a lot about their at experience and it'd be interesting hearing it from a couple's perspective that and uh the the missed opportunity to be able to do the Florida Trail. I'm really curious about hearing uh, from Taps a little bit about that. I know she had a little bit of a heartbreak not being able to do that like she wanted to. So I'm really curious to just hear a lot of stories. Yeah, for sure. And she just done like an FKT attempt of a trail. Yes, she so did. We have a lot and to talk about. She's an athlete. She's an athlete. So it'll be interesting to talk to, to the two of them. And, and let's just be honest, we both love Hunter. So oh, yeah. He's a great friend, man. It, it's going to be good times. So, uh for myself and Jeremiah Stringer, the king, the coronated king of Kentucky <laughs> backpacking, thank you for tuning into the Backpacking Podcast live stream. We will catch you on the next one. Yeah. Adios, folks. Adios.